1: Out of the tunnel and onto the floor for the second half of Sports Talk. Hope you're doing well. Beautiful, clear, crystal sky tonight. Sun going down. It's a balmy 18 degrees on our <laughs> thermometer here. Out in New Hampshire, it has reached a wind chill of negative 104 at Mount Washington. Yikes! Negative 104. Negative 44 on the thermometer up, up there at the top of the... The peak
0: won't catch me vacationing there.
1: Beautiful, it's a beautiful state at the right time of year. At the right time, <laughs> the not, right time. Not right now. <laughs> Maybe not that particular spot in in New Hampshire. Uh, coming up, the world according to Bob Osmussen, News Gazette sports columnist, will head on in here, and uh, well, there's a few things to to weigh in in on uh, these days. We've got a lot going on. If you missed it in the first hour, we, uh, the two big headlines of the day, Luke Goody will be in uniform tomorrow for Illinois men's hoops against Iowa. And also, we already knew the Orange Crush won't be there tomorrow. <laughs> the uh, fan group that tried to uh, use some mm, deception to get into the ball game, and they have today issued a, an apology after uh, pretending to be the Boys and Girls Club to get the tickets. Varying uh, opinions about whether an apology was necessary or whatnot, but uh, the Orange Crush have put one out there. So that's some of what's going on as we get into a, a big weekend of Illini Sports. Uh, a lot of, actually, if you look across the board, not only men's and women's basketball, mm-hmm. but the tennis is going, and gymnastics, and track and field, and all that. And, and wrestling. That, yeah, wrestling. Oh, yeah, they got a big one tonight. In mm-hmm. fact, Mike Poeta, uh, the head coach of wrestling, who we've had on here and has a great interview urge the Orange Crush to come on out to the State Farm Center mm-hmm. tonight and see some good wrestling. Uh, and believe it or not, a week from today, Alana softball starts, yep. and two weeks from today, Alana baseball starts. So it's a full glut of sports for you just in the world of University of Illinois, not to mention all that's going on in high school and, of course, uh, NBA and the NFL. I think it's going to have a big game next week <laughs> in the Super Bowl and all that. It
0: certainly is a busy time of year, and specifically college basketball. We'll be watching a, a lot of that this weekend because as the Big Ten is bunched up, we're, we're waiting for that that split to to start to happen. And with everybody in, in action over the next couple of days, maybe we'll start seeing a, a little more movement towards that. Saw so Wisconsin got a, a win over Ohio State last night, and the Buckeyes are kind of on the. Outside with not a whole lot of shot to get back in as it pertains to the, the tournament now. What are they, like three and eight in Big Ten yeah, play? Yeah,
1: that just is uh, just not right. And Holtman, didn't Holtman get ejected last he did.
0: night? did, yeah. And they, they still almost got it down to. Uh, at the end of the game, but uh, that happened. And then Minnesota or Michigan decided to show up for the first time in two weeks and just ran all over Northwestern. So they're back in the conversation as far as the, the Big Ten goes and be a, a lot more shuffling that goes on throughout the weekend.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is February is real or fraud time. Um, and well, let's start with Northwestern. They're now six and five. They've lost two, they've had a really compact mm-hmm. schedule. Our our friend and analyst Mike LaTulip, said this was coming for them. He kind of not that he saw through frauds. I'm just using that as a colorful language, but <laughs> that, that that they were going to come back regress to, more to the mean. Yeah, they're now sitting at six and five, fifteen and seven overall. But the buzz this week is: Are they a tournament team? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know where they're sitting in the latest brackets and all that. But it, I I still think the the first four teams right now in standings. And I know there's, there's, there's several teams that are six and five, including Indiana. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna call Indiana the fourth place team. Those, those, <laughs> there's what one, two, three, four, five teams, six teams tied for fourth place in the record. <laughs> but I'm gonna give it to Indiana just because I think they're the best of all of them. Purdue, Illinois, Rutgers, Indiana. That seems right. I think that's the top four quarter, top four in in the Big Ten. I, I just think those are the four best teams. In whatever order you want to put.
0: Without digging into the numbers, just competitive wise, you 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 would like them in a matchup with about anybody in the conference, and the the way things are trending at least you know indiana keeps winning we know purdue keeps winning rutgers has found ways to win and illinois got seven of eight so i would uh, agree with that and i think tomorrow is a good test for the illini we were talking last hour with matt just wondering if the the illini can beat iowa tomorrow and they're averaging over 80 points a game illinois has yet to score 80 points in regulation against a power five team or may, uh, high major. I know I, should, I know. Power 5 is more football or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, high but, major. But yeah, high, yeah. high major teams.
1: Are you saying I should rethink my prediction? No, what I'm
0: about? saying is I don't think Illinois will be able to win an offensive battle against mm-hmm. Iowa. They're going to have to play defense. They're going to have to hit some shots. I don't know if the, they'll get to 80, but you're you're probably going to have to get to 70 uh, against this Iowa team. But most of all, you can't let them get, get hot from three or three on their home floor because then the the home fans can can take over and, and this isn't an Illinois team that can shoot their way back into a game
1: it's interesting because Brad Underwood was asked today about the shooting woes that Illinois had from three and you know his main th- typical part response keep shooting you know uh, but I want the best looks I don't want a settling I don't want I want us to pass up good looks for the best looks mm-hmm. that kind of thing Iowa just seems to just Whatever we're we're gonna we're gonna put them up there and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and see you know and volume will win the day.
0: It's gonna be a, a fast game. I mean Nebraska tries to to play a, a little more up tempo, but compared to what you've seen from Wisconsin and Ohio State and Indiana and Minnesota over the last couple of weeks, it, it is gonna be a, a way more high octane game as far as offense and gonna have to get back. On the the defensive end and really going to have to rebound because those long shots are going to lead to some long caroms.
1: Yeah, they're they're really – Iowa's also good in transition. Mm -hmm. They like to just keep pushing, push, 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 and then you have one guard coming down, and he'll turn around and shovel it to a (laughs) guy six feet behind him so he can shoot the three.
0: And they've got guy. This is uh, again like most of the Big Ten. This is a, a roster that's played together, and their names that you know: Aaron Eulett, Tony Perkins, Chris Murray, Connor McCaffrey, Patrick McCaffrey, uh, Philip Robacha. I, I mean, these are these are guys that that have played together. They know the Fran McCaffrey system, and they they know how to to win at a high level in the Big Ten. So, and we know all of the the off the court drama that that's fed into this game. So, I, I imagine that that
1: it'll be. It'll be hyped tomorrow in Iowa City. It's This is an Illini Friday, and it's brought to you by OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With same-day walk-in care for minor illnesses and injuries, go to osfhealthcare.org for locations. It is drama, but the drama this time is around the fan base. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, nothing nothing to do with the teams.
1: Yeah, which is different. You know, mm-hmm. but, you know, it was a couple of years ago there was, you know, uh, getting at it with each other in, in the handshake line with Chin Coleman and, and I think, I can't remember what it was. I would dunk when the game was over, right. when the game was out of hand already, stuff like that. I, uh, you know, I think, I think there's an element to that. Brad likes it. And he talked today about how, uh, you know, Fran and I are kind of both kind of fiery guys and we're friends and, and, and all that. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, But there's a lot of new faces on the Illini roster and a few new faces on the Iowa roster that haven't been uh, a a part of all this. So we'll see. It's just the history of these two teams in the last four or five years has been really interesting.
0: It it has. If if there was a team, I I know people don't like to. Consider it, and the fact that Illinois had won has won like eight of the last nine. Northwestern is a natural rival for Illinois. I don't care what the record says; so they're you're you're in-state schools, so they're a, a natural rival. Iowa's number two as far as competitiveness, the fire between the the squads. You, you think of Demonte Williams going chest to chest. I think like every single year he played Iowa, and, and this. Illinois team has beaten Iowa five times in a row. So Chris Murray's never beaten Illinois. Aaron Uless has never beaten Illinois. Anybody that hasn't played since before COVID struck has never beaten Illinois. So they've got the the juice on their side.
1: You know, I think people want some rivalry where you sit and go, well, it's just like Michigan, Ohio State. And this is just always our rival and it's always going to be the big game and and you know, just things have never been that balanced between Illinois and Northwestern, and most things. Mm-hmm. And Illinois is, is the bigger school; has generally been generally been more successful in 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 sports. I I think it's just okay to me. Iowa is the big rival right now, and in the 1980s it was Indiana, and and into the 90s it was even Indiana. And then it got ugly with Iowa with the with Leon's the history. and all that. Mm-hmm. But and, and you know, it's, it, I think it's okay that it changes. You mm-hmm. know, like. So,
0: well, you know. and and then there, you know, there there's real fire behind it. I don't think the the teams the last couple of years liked to eat each well, it was other. Was Demonte
1: that said it right? <laughs> was it Demonte or I?o We don't like them. They don't like us.
0: Yeah, I know? think it, it was Demonte or Trent or, or something. I don't know. The you know, gu- the guys I mean, that went like... through it and they they saw it and. Illinois, you know, they, they got their butts kicked for a, a couple years against Iowa, and now they've come back, and, and it's a competitive rivalry, although yeah. Illinois's gotten the best of it here recently. Yeah,
1: I don't know if Sincere Harris walks in and somebody goes, You got to hate Iowa. Why? <laughs> well, it's a long story. Okay, whatever. You know, I mean, like, you, you don't ne- they don't necessarily inherit all that, mm-hmm. but the, the fan base is Illinois want, fans want to see this as a W, but I think Iowa wants it and needs it more because they keep losing it, Illinois.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. For, from from a, a a team standpoint wise, yeah, you want to beat Illinois, and we've seen Northwestern end a long losing streak. And although Indiana beat Illinois in the Big Ten tournament last year, they they hadn't beaten the Illini
1: in a while, so don't don't want to see it happen for a third time. Yep. All right, we got Bob Osmuson coming in. I want to let you know about our friends at CU Under Construction. They recently purchased forty lots over in East Urbana in the Savannah Green neighborhood that's uh, just north of Florida, east of Philo, almost to the edge of Urbana, a neighborhood there that they have purchased 40 lots. They are going to finish it out with nice homes, 1,300, 1,500 square feet in that range. And if you're wondering what CU Under Construction can do, just take a look at their website, take a look on their Facebook page. They can do some stunning things in a quick amount of time and an efficient amount of time and that will really uh, kind of make you go, wow, I got to check that out. So just one of the things to keep your mi- uh, keep a, a mind about if you're thinking about a relocation, if you're thinking about uh, somebody that might be moving into the area, you want to let them know about what's going on with CU Under Construction. They also can meet commercial needs for renovations, additions, what have you, and of course your current home. Can have something done by CU Under Construction. Basically, from top to bottom, they handle almost anything that you need. Check out CU Under Construction. The World According to Bob is next. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. Hey, Illini family. It's Illini women's basketball coach Shauna Green. Don't miss a minute of Illini basketball this season on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM, DWS. James Brown means only one thing. It's time for the world, according to Bob Osmussen here on our first funky Friday of February. Funky, first funky Friday, February. Four F's in there. That's a, that's that's a hard. lot of
2: alliteration. It's hard. Always good to listen to James Brown now.
1: Yeah. Those are the only, that's the only time you want to see four F's. <laughs> right. Not like on your report card or anything. Right. Yeah. Great to see you, Bob. You are making the road trip to uh, Iowa City. Yes, and uh, you you no longer you no longer have to uh, go to Iowa City to 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 see your son. He's now an alum,
2: right? So uh, it's, uh, that's not a big deal anymore. But I still like going there. I've learned a lot of good food places there, and actually, I don't think I've seen Illinois Road game. In more than a year. Probably the last time was the Big Ten tournament last year. Wow. Which mm. lasted about four minutes. <laughs> so uh, this is going to be – I was actually thinking the other day, I really want to get out of town. I love going to the State Farm Center. It's an awesome arena. It's close to my house, so I like it. But I also like, I love going there on the road, so this game was kind of a no-brainer to go because it's so early.
1: Okay. I, I have noticed there's two camps in the sports media world. Okay, There's the, the uh, got to go on the road. Mm group and then there's the I get to go on a trip I get yes. to go go and you strike me in that camp oh definitely Ed I, Bond is the uh, captain of that camp <laughs> but I, I would also put myself in it
2: yeah I, I think I, most I, people anybody that loves what they do loves to go see the teams they cover in person whether that be at home which home is great home is I know we're going I'm going to be a post game in an hour after the game a couple hours after the game Road trips are kind of part of the deal. Always are. I, lo- I love going on the road. I really do. Last year, for the first time in several years, I went to every road game except one. I didn't I'd go to the bowl. And that was more of a timing slash yeah. uh, money t- money thing. But I went to every other road game, which was awesome. I used to go every – for 20 years, I never missed a game. Home mm-hmm. away. I went to every game. And so when I broke that because I got sick – it was kind of cool to do that again. And Matt Daniels, to his credit, got me back in going on road trips when I first got back. And then we kept doing it. And I'm going with Scott now. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, Scott I, you, I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I was like, I just have always appreciated about you that oh. you seem like I get, well, I, yeah, I get to go.
2: Well, of course I am. going on a trip. I get to. it's not vacation, it's work. No, it, it, it's definitely not a vacation. But there are places I like Iowa, Iowa City for football and basketball. I love going there. Mm-hmm. Just because connections with my family but also just it's easy and I know everything and know I know all the people there that's a lot of it to me it's it's a social thing but it's also to me it's a commitment to the, the Illinois program which I think is very important for your radio station and our newspaper to, to, to tell people we are the we are the ones that cover this team period mm-hmm. we are the ones we are the first we should be your first source come to get Illinois football, basketball, women's basketball, volleyball, whatever. We should be the first ones. So to me, part of that deal is go to the games. could be there, be around. So Brett Bielema or Brett Underwood can say, well, you weren't there. You don't know what happened. Well, yes, I was there. I saw mm-hmm. I saw everything, saw how you reacted on the sidelines or on the field. So you can't, I don't like that excuse of I don't know what's going on because I didn't see it. From there, I see it. So, uh, again, Iowa City, awesome. So, and all so many good restaurants to go to there. So. <laughs> now, there's a group of people that are not going to Iowa oh, City. Man. That,
1: that'd be the Orange Crush, yes. the group of 200.
2: I'm crushed by this crush deal.
1: Well, but what a beautiful redemption at the end where a group of college kids now will not be allowed entry into an arena in Iowa City, but instead free entry into a bar. So, you know. This really ends up well. well I probably probably for could them. have done that
2: anyway, though. So, but I, I I'm sure if you ask them, Not in
0: this town, you got to pay cover. They will. <laughs> I'm sure
2: if they would have preferred. And no offense to the bar, bar is great. But I think they would have preferred to go to the game. I know. I and it had a fun, fun time. I went on one of those traps. I actually reread the story. I was in 2007. I went to Purdue I w- as a crush member. I went, was dressed up, wore a Purdue shirt, did the whole thing. It was a lot of fun. I loved it. The people with me were great. The kids, the students, kid, not kids. The students were so gracious and so interesting. I wrote, wrote over with them. It was fun. So I, I look forward to this. I was really looking forward to this game because I knew they were going to be there. I, I had an idea they were going to be there until this week, and I was looking forward to it because I figured I could write about it a little bit. Now I'll, I'll still write about it, just in a different way. All right. L- l- this is my question. Should, in your world,
1: Bob, the Crush felt the need to be deceptive, I assume, because they believed they wouldn't get the tickets otherwise. Yeah. So, my question is, should the State Farm Center allow and sell 200 tickets to Iowa fans, a group of Iowa students, and if... You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're yeah, okay with that, then I, then you should be okay with with the the crush well, being sold. But they believe you know I, know. I guess home arenas don't typically want big groups of opposing fans. Well, I don't think
2: they should. I think you sell your tickets like you sell your tickets. A lot of places are full because they're full because season tickets are gone. There are new extra yeah. seats. The fact that there were 200 seats these people could buy tells me they weren't going to be sold originally. So. I think in this case, I, you know, a little torn about the deception part because that was unfortunate. But I don't think that's a big deal. The bigger deal is I don't like they were Iowa reneged. Mm-hmm. I understand what they did, but I also think, yeah, you could know, could have let it slide. Mm-hmm. You could let. But it's pretty cool that the Boys and Girls Club of Cedar Rapids is going to get to go with the game. So I love that part. Yeah. So it's a great resolution, and and. The, Crush here is going to have not as much fun as they would have the game, but they'll have a great time here. So, debatable. I I just think again in this deal. I, I like I like the cleverness of the deal. I think they, but they probably should have tried to maybe make a, a little go little George Santos on them. Could make up a you know really kind of off the wall thing, you know. Brewer College is going to go. This is We're an gonna...
1: entire men's volleyball team, right? Something, <laughs> but
2: you know, be, be absurd with it is okay. The fact that you know, again, it's resolved now, so I guess we shouldn't worry about it too much. But I, I hope they get to go to a game next year somewhere. I don't care where, as a group. I think the whole idea is pretty fun. <laughs> They're just going as Girl Scouts next year. <laughs> so what, whatever it takes. I, again. Give them credit for trying to line this up. And I have a kind of poor sportsmanship a little bit on Iowa for, like, say, oh, we don't want you here. Well, you should have thought about that when you sold them the 200 tickets. I get that they felt like they maybe got duped a little bit. But the job of the ticket office is to sell tickets. So do that part. And if you want to make some rules, there's probably some legality here. Somebody with a really smart lawyer could come in and tell Iowa you can't do that. <laughs> it Actually, probably could happen. Well,
0: I don't know. It's just it's comical this whole thing. It's just another page in this petty rivalry between Illinois and, oh, and yeah. Iowa. And, and like you were saying, if anything, this is all fuel for Illinois. I don't think well, Iowa. Sure. I don't think Iowa comes out of this looking rosy. I don't think they get any no. any kind of motivation they look out like, of they this. Look like.
2: Uh, uh, persnickety people. And I like that they I saw the number in our paper today, uh Ethan story. It was like 5.3 million uh, hits on this mm, comment mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's been viewed 5 million times. That's probably not a good thing for Iowa. <laughs> That's a great thing for the crush. I'm sure the crush monetarily. And again, they want to go to the game, but monetarily, this will come out to be a good thing for them. Uh, it's unfortunate they don't get to go, but it worked out fine.
1: Well, there's people in Indianapolis and Chicago writing and talking about it. and Oh, kind of blasting the it's a national it. story, I
2: believe. In a time when there's some serious things going on in the world, it's kind of fun there. We have something like this to talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, people are taking quick sides on it that don't know well, about the circumstances. But. Yeah,
2: but I, again, having been on one of those trips... It's a lot of fun, and the the player uh, students the crush kids have so looked forward to going to these trips. So it, it's really too bad that that part got ruined because I think they would have had a great time. They're they're respectful, air quotes respectful. <laughs> um, I la- I sat by the crush the other day for the first time all year, and they're they're. I saw tough. you on TV. Yeah. Oh, you did. I, I, it's cool. They're they're <laughs> tough. They're they're. Tougher than I, I don't think I was there last year on the court. I was, I always sit up high and they're hard. I mean, they're, they say, they said some things to Fred Orberg. They were like downright just wow. I mean, wow. But again, that's their job, that's what student sections do. They were
1: trying to remem- remind Fred Hoiberg of his record at, with the Bulls. Right.
2: Well, that's fine. <laughs> it was. It was funny. There, I heard, should I, have I,
1: reminded I, him of his record with Nebraska. <laughs>
2: right. well, I laughed a couple times when uh, the things they said. There was one. One thing was like kind of cringy, but that's okay. Again, that's their job. What I want them to do, and I think they do a pretty, pretty good job at this, is do this. Do the stuff. You know that goes go to the line. But don't go over the line. Mm. And I, I think they try not to do that. I think generally you can't control everybody in the organization. But generally they try to, you know, cheer. I'm, I'm kind of a positive rooting guy. I hate – I we talk about this a lot. I hate the free throw thing. I <laughs> hate it. I hate it. Whoever, whoever came up with that, I'm sorry, but that was a horrible idea. Horrible idea. Maybe McDonald said, hey, we're going to give out nuggets anyway – if they miss a couple – but you don't want to be tied to that. You're basically rooting for somebody to fail. I don't like – I, I think that's, what are you going to do, errors? If you get an error – a shortstop it gets an error in a game, you get a, you get a McNugget or a sandwich or whatever. I think that's ridiculous. That would be awesome. Well, it would be hey, awesome. fans, every time the other but team screws that's, up, that's you horrible. get nuggets. Why don't you – let's flip this thing around a little bit. Make it more like a positive – if Illinois does this, so uh, Creighton... If Illinois makes
1: two free throws. <laughs> well, I'm a
2: big fan of Creighton. I've been, I've been my whole life. My mom and dad both went there and all that. When they score 75 five points in a game, every game, every fan in the stadium in the ring, and that place is full, they get free pizza. Hmm. They get Godfather's pizza, mini, mini pizza. I've taken advantage of this this year. So that's cool. That's what you do. Okay. They, score a lot of points. Well, they do. They do sacks that's what with you,
0: football. And, okay. And, that's I think, that's and I think good. And I think it builds into the environment. Like, like my biggest gripe is they should be loud like that on the free throws. Well, of no course, matter what.
2: That's fine. It's just re- rewarding failure by the opponent is not the way to go <laughs> in my mind. Mm-hmm. Again, maybe make it. I would like to see if this can happen. Illinois, if you Illinois makes five free throws in a row, boom. You know, wh- whoever shoots. And Matt might not do it, but if you do that in a game, that should happen. Or why don't we just call it free throw defense? <laughs>
1: Well, there's no every free throw time there. Illinois plays good free-throw defense well I,
2: there's no they, they there's sense. No, the no I, I, I just I look, like that thing to be a positive that's that, why I'll we'll make it a positive hey look that, at the great no, defense Illinois played I has to be something your team does not what the other team fails to do okay so with the Creighton deal 75 points let me yep. let me ask you this uh, they hit it 75 almost okay so
1: let's say let's say Creighton's up 74 to, to 57 right with the ball and there's 20 seconds oh, left. Panzer gun, play score. <laughs> going, and, and the coach okay. is like, "Well, let's be good sports. Let's not try to shoot." <laughs> on no, him no, make no, no, So no, what no, are no. they supposed oh, to because,
2: do? Because because the other coach knows about us. <laughs> they know about because if you listen to Creighton game, and on uh, national TV. They're all all the time when that 75 point is hit, that crowd goes crazy, <laughs> and the announcers pizza, almost like so ex- pizza. Always, it's it's you know they say something free Godfather's pizza. When that happens, and so I mean, I was there at this year for a game, so I know it. But, yeah, I think that's fine. I, it's not unsportsmanlike like to achieve a goal. Just like a team trying to score 100. You try to score 100. I don't think of the opponent. The, other, the opponent should have tried to stop you from scoring 100.
1: Yeah, but that line is there's been a couple of times where Illinois has been right on the brink of covering and the
2: crush was like, "Brad, Man, please, I, me one more bucket, I, Brad, I, please." I, okay, I literally where, heard that. <laughs> that's one. That's when I have a problem with because.
1: Well, it's just pizza or money. They're kind of the same yeah, thing. It's not the same thing. <laughs> pizza,
2: pizza is pizza is the gift that keeps so on giving. I will tell you, we went to the, we went to the game. Next day, I'm promised we went and got our pizza, and they gave it to us, and it was awesome. It was a great deal. And it was totally free because yes, I had to buy a drink or something. Didn't matter; it was worth it. they get, get you in the door. Yeah, it's Godfather's. Really cool. I'd go there anyway, so it worked out great for me.
1: <laughs> the world, according to Bob Osmond.
0: Well, pettiness aside, where does Iowa City rank as far as your adopted homes? I
2: know you've got oh, a few of I, them in the Big Ten. I yeah, I love going there. I and I the my affinity for it grew as as Hank was there. It definitely grew up because we got to learn all the places, not just food places, although it seems to be dominant for us, <laughs> but just the great, good places in there and that people there, they're like champagne people. They really are. I think the two towns, if you mix, took thousand people from here, put them there and did their thing, you wouldn't know, who, you know the difference. It's a great, great community. So I, I love that place. Um, obviously, Lincoln, I love. Uh, but there's, there's a bunch of them I really like. Some I just don't know very well, like Columbus. Mm. I don't know Columbus very well because you're kind of not really there. It's so huge. It's a and big city. I love Madison. Mm-hmm. Madison's always fun. I went there this year for a game. Uh, West Lafayette's good because it's close. So uh, in Bloomington, same thing. Little lot five hundred and all this and things. But there's a lot of great towns in the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right,
1: Bob. We know we have to. You have to get going on the road. And uh, Scott Ritchie's your chauffeur, right?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm pointing it up my finger because uh we better mention not that she'll listen. Oh, two three, two, three. Two three, yes, my wife's birthday is today. I will not name the number. Well, she must be twenty three. Twenty three, correct. I actually said happy thirty I actually said happy thirty third birthday today that seemed to go over pretty well <laughs> so but she won't listen to this anyway it doesn't really matter but she she does listen to happy birthday well
1: I, I would say at this point based on the last couple of weeks if she does listen you would have known
2: about i'm it. in trouble <laughs> yeah. she she didn't
0: listen this would be a good week for her to listen
1: she knows
2: yeah. most most of the stories that we tell except the one we told yeah <laughs> got me in trouble but maybe
1: maybe for her birthday happy birthday julie you take her to her cars concert
2: Ooh, good call. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, Rich, Rick Kasich has passed away, so that's sad. It wouldn't be the and same. I don't think they're touring anymore, but we'll if talk the, about it. If they, if they, they ever did it again, <laughs> I forgot about the cars and the motels are there too. <laughs> and and somehow appropriate the motels. We're going <laughs> to. Dig on this dick. Gonna, digging the hole a little for this. deeper.
0: We're going to root for this reunion. <laughs> it's going to happen. Okay. That's Happy okay.
1: birthday, Julie. Thanks for letting Bob go do his work on your birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> safe travels, Bob. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. All right. Funky Friday continues in a moment. Bob's out. Matt Daniels coming in. We'll talk to the editor of the News Gazette Sports Pages right after this. Oh. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS.
2: Hi, this is Mackenzie Mitchell from Crisman High School Basketball. Illini Basketball travels to Iowa City on Saturday to take on the Hawkeyes. Hear the game right here on News Talk 1400
1: and 93.9 FM. 11.30 game day tomorrow, so sports talk till 11, and then maybe a little brief reprieve for Lauren to stretch his legs, mm-hmm. inhale helium, whatever he needs to do. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll we'll do game day, and uh, Evan, you, you and... Mike will have post game. I believe the post game traffic will be a little heavier tomorrow, <laughs> win or lose, than it was against Nebraska. A little, a little more
0: interest in the matchup against the Hawkeyes than uh, against the Cornhuskers, perhaps. And, and also, should I wouldn't mind if Illinois blew them out, but I imagine it'll be a, a little
1: more competitive game. The today is February third, twenty twenty three, two three two three. 2 three twenty-three, and so the Bulls have taken to uh, celebrating this with all kinds of uh, Michael Jordan posts <laughs> and all that for for the GOAT, which I don't dispute, but it's almost like, hey, don't forget about Michael because LeBron LeBron's is... LeBron's about
0: to break the scoring record. That's exactly what... Well, because I had heard it a couple days ago, just a brief thing, somebody or I read something that, that uh, a station's going to just do like all MJ today or, or something like that, and I'm like... Y'all really that mad? LeBron's gonna become the goat in the next month or so. <laughs> like that, that, we've gotta randomly make Jordan Day. This is it. I mean, there's never gonna be another two three twenty three, or at least in Michael's life. So ha- have your day. Le- LeBron's gonna own it the rest of the way.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could go wait till February 23rd, and it'd be two <laughs> two, two, two three two three. Two, three. three. Yeah. I guess that doesn't work as much. Uh, we had a good time today, thanks to Brian Barnhart, Matt Daniels, Bob Osmussen, all joining the funk on a Friday. Don't forget, Alina Pella, Saturday Sports Talk, tomorrow morning, and then Alina Game Day at 11.30. The women play on Sunday. That's a 1.45 pregame when they host Minnesota and raise the jersey of Jenna Smith. Enjoy your evening. We'll do. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Thanks much. This is News Talk fourteen hundred 93.9 FM WDWS Champaign Urbana. Sound on coming up, and then a line guy's at seven.